0: So open up your morning light and sing a little prayer for I. you know that if we are to stay alive and see the I don't wanna be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately Good. Hello, and welcome oh to the Do podcast. i Natalie. Um, who are you? <laughs> oh, oh, this is Natalie. Sorry. Oh, oh, I think, I think I know you. Yeah, yeah, we've met before. I mean, I haven't done this podcast in a while, but I think my name is Jackie, and that's what we say on this podcast. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds familiar to me. I think, I think that's so. What it is. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, sorry for taking such a long hiatus. I'm sure you were all, like, dying for an episode. Yeah. Um, All of our diehard fans. Actually, we did get an email from a listener giving oh, yeah? us some suggestions about things to talk about. Oh, really? yeah, That was a good one. Uh, give him a shout-out. Let me see if I can find him. His name's Tom Thomas. Cool. I'm not going to say his full name. Um, but he sent us a list um of suggestions and some of them are really good. So we need to talk about those. Um, yes, totally. So thank you so much, Thomas, for listening and for taking the time out of your day to send us an email. And some of these, um, on your list, I've already thought about and we'll definitely, we'll definitely do some version of at some point. Um, because all I do is re-watch Dawson's Creek all the time, so it's not like new shows are going to <laughs> get added to the list. I need to make sure that I figure out all the old ones. Yeah. Um, so that was my first thing. And then my second thing, you don't watch Westworld, do you? I've seen it, but I've not, like, I've not caught up or anything. Okay, well, the new season just came out, and John and I watched it in, like, you know, one day, and... <laughs> It's just the most amazing. Oh god, that show is just insane. That's awesome. I should watch you it. You need to watch. You yeah. need to watch it. <laughs> you really need to watch it. Well, it's, so it's it's on now. Did it finish? No, it didn't. I don't know. John's away, so like I can't watch it. Yeah, that sucks. You know what time, you should watch? So we'll you watch want. like multiple episodes at once, and then you know. But oh my god, it's so good. What? You know what you should watch if you're looking for something that's not Dawson's Creek. Watch. again? <laughs> Why would I want to watch something that's not Dawson's Creek? I'm just saying, like if you uh, if you ever feel like uh, branching out, um, it's on Netflix. It's called Everything Sucks. Oh I watched it. John oh, you and did I watched it. Yeah, it's really really good. It's so good. cute. It's like it's, it's so like Freaks funny. and Geeks but like in yeah, the but 90s. Yeah, so so cute. So the first episode John and I felt like it was just a cheap rip off of Freaks and yeah. Geeks, but then as it went on like it really is unique. They do have it unique is. takes on things and like uh, it, it's yeah, it's it's not just a generic show about nerdy teenage no, boys. No, it's not. It's, like they they show it from a lot of different angles, and it's really really funny, and it's well written, and the characters are good. So I really like it. Yeah, it was really good. I hope it comes it's back. Ca- it's not going to. It's not going no, to. No, it was canceled, unfortunately. Oh, that there sucks. There was like um just like a critiques. petition. There's a petition we signed to like bring it back. So maybe really, I'll send it to you and I'll. Uh, uh, instagram it or something <laughs> maybe yeah, totally. maybe if we get enough signatures uh, but i thought yeah, it was a really cute be... show yeah i really liked it I'll, also i'm <laughs> watching john and i just started watching love oh good and i really like it john likes it but i don't think he likes it as much as i do yeah yeah i think that's how good scott liked it too but i think i liked it more but the main character, I don't know anyone's names because names just escape me. The main guy. Gus. He is so annoying. I know, he's so like, annoying. I can't handle him. And she's this. awful too though, <laughs> like her character. Uh, yes. Yeah, sh- she is too, but I like her better than I know, I, I like her as an actor. She feels well. like more of a real person. Yeah, he like, yeah. He, like, just everything he does, he's trying so hard you to know. be, like, what, like, even, like, the stupid thing that him and his friends do, like, they schedule it, and it's, like, every week they get together and they write stupid songs for movies, like, mm-hmm. that's not, like, it's. It's like, I feel like to me, that's supposed to be like a spontaneous thing that you did and it was funny. Yeah. But the fact that they plan Planet to do like it, is it, <laughs> just so lame. It's like, it's so beyond lame. I can't even handle it. Yeah. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Oh, oh my man. god! And they're like, "Well, we want to write good songs about movies that didn't have songs." Like she, like she, like doesn't understand because she thinks it should be ironic, but he like takes it so seriously. Yeah, yeah. You know? exactly. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh no, so oh man!" But I, I like it. It's really funny <laughs> and cute. All like, right, I have a that? couple other things for you um, before we get started. Uh, so you, you know, have? you had. Um, you sent me or you tagged me in the thing about Allison Mack from Smallville, the girl who was, like, involved in it. Oh, that. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this podcast that I listened to talked about that case. They did a whole episode on it. Um, really? About, yeah, about Allison Mack and the NXIVM, uh cult that she was a part of. So, it's called... For anyone who doesn't know, like, what we're talking about, Mack... Yeah, Allison that's what I was going to explain. <laughs> Allison Mack was an actress. Uh, I don't know if she's been in anything recently, but... Most notably for me, she was on Smallville, yeah, and then this thing came out. But recently, yeah, yeah. So recently, she was like convicted. I don't know. I don't know exactly the whole. I forget exactly. It's like she's facing charges. She's been indicted on charges of sex trafficking. Sex trafficking. She was basically like. Trying to um, – like, her job, it seemed, was to, like, recruit people to yeah, bring them in. exactly. To make them so – the co- make it se- – Because she's, like, like, this nice, sweet girl, so, like – Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, she would, she would come at it like it was this, like, empowering thing for women to, like, you know. She mm. even – I saw somebody posted it on Facebook that she had, like, tweeted at Emma Watson yeah, at one point saying, like, her, we should yeah, talk. I, I know you're I, a strong woman. Like – yeah. She was trying to recruit Emma Watson. First so of all, Allison crazy. Mack, you are not on the level of, of Emma, Watson Emma Watson to be tweeting. Why are even trying to talk to no. her in the first place? And life. I think she's doing just fine. Like yeah, speaking she doesn't need at to join sex and, call. You know, Like actually doing real things. Yeah. But yeah. so this podcast I listen to is called Hollywood Crime Scene and it's really good. Like it's like there I, I love it. it's like one of my favorite podcasts. They just it. talk about like crimes that have to do with Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's kind of like, you know, like my favorite murder, like, or like, you know, it's so, somewhere between my favorite murder and our podcast. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like a little more low budget, but, um, they're so good. I love like, they're but so better funny. better than us. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not quite as good as my favorite murder, but better than us. <laughs> but they did this case. So yeah, Hollywood crime scene, they're, they're really, they're a good, they're That's a good podcast. Cool. So you should listen I'm actually and... in need of a new podcast. Yeah, listen so. to Hollywood crime scene. You'd like it. I just started listening to a new podcast recently, but I already finished the whole thing because they didn't have that many episodes. Um, I think they had like 50, you know, mm-hmm. they had a lot, but not like enough to keep listening to it forever. But um, I don't know if you would like it. You might like it. It's called um, uh, Just the Worst Podcast. And it's hosted by this girl who's actually like part of the, f- the Facebook f- uh, group of the other podcasts that I listen to, the Sofa King podcast, I always tell you not to listen to because you wouldn't like it. <laughs> but she she has her own podcast, and it's actually really like really well done. It's pretty like. Yeah. Um, well-produced independent podcast, and she and her friend Valentina, so Patty and Valentina, they do a different topic each week, and and they just talk about like something that's just terrible in the world, like or in history or whatever. Um, and they do it in a really funny way, but you also kind of learn something every time about yeah. like a historical thing or like something in science or whatever. And I really really like it. The only thing that I don't like is that. Valentina could be a little irritating sometimes, mm-hmm. but but I really like Patty, and their their dynamic is really funny. So you might like it if yeah. you want to try it, because right. it is really interesting. The topics are interesting. I don't have as much time to listen to podcasts anymore as I used to. I um, yeah, because I used to just listen at work all day long, but I can't really do that at my job now. Mm-hmm. I'm like busier, so. That sucks. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Oh, I also listened to I'll Be Gone in the Dark twice. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I want to. And it it makes me cry at the end, like Patton does, like, an afterword. Oh, my God. It's so sad. But it's so good. And it's just sad that, like, she couldn't be alive to... Yeah. To see them catch the Golden State Killer. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> they get out. Just caught kidding. the Golden State Killer, who is a serial killer who has escaped story. capture for <laughs> forty years. <laughs> yeah, but Michelle McNamara, um, who was married to Pat uh who passed away, uh, was writing a book about catch. She was obsessed with catching him and. Just she after did a lot the book was work, released, like, they caught him, and yeah, she did a lot of work in trying to. She did a. She basically she was like working hand in hand with Paul Holes, yeah. who was the investigator yeah. who actually is the one who caught the guy. Exactly. Um, like, there's a whole part in her book uh talking about her and Paul and the things that they did together, and how like Paul Holes basically told her that she. You know, started out as an outsider, but pretty much, like, became one of them. So she, Mm -hmm. you know, like, they they thought of her as as one of them, and she gave them a lot of ideas. Like, actually, the way that they caught him was her idea was to run the DNA through, like, ancestry and stuff. That was her idea. Yeah. So she really did help catch the guy, just saying. Um, I think she did. I was actually, there's, I was listening to another podcast today, Molly Mackler's mm-hmm. podcast, Please Advise. And um, she was saying she thinks that, like, one of the daughters, what like, one of his daughters, or his, I don't know if he has more than one, his daughter. Or I something. think he has two daughters. Yeah, I think I so. I think that was it. Um, she was saying right. she thinks that, like, it's a possibility that one of his daughters, like, read Michelle's book and then was like, holy shit, this sounds like my dad. And, really? And, like, was like, yeah. Oh, man. Like, that could be a theory because... It is convenient that it, like, they, they caught him it was just right now, after right after the after book, the book got came, out. came out. Like, I it know. does feel like somebody who knew him probably read the book and then, like, gave a tip, you know. And maybe, like, had thought before that it was possible. Yeah. Exactly. And then after reading, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that. Yeah. So, oh, man. It's such a crazy, ugh, such an insane thing that we got to live through which is pretty cool I know you know by the way Paul Holes total babe I know (laughs) Paul (laughs) Paul (laughs) Holes oh man um I think I had one more thing um because it's semi tv related I mean it is but you're going to LA right Yes. So next Friday we leave. They Ooh. just opened up in West Hollywood the mm-hmm. Max. Like a What? The Max. Like the Max. What? Like from Stay by the Bell. Like a what? complete like replica of the Max from Stay by the We're Bell. We're actually like staying not that far from West Hollywood. You I'm should sure. you need to go to the Max. You have to go. And We're then, gonna be all over. Oh, I'm definitely going there. Yeah. We have like like all the time in the world, and nothing really planned really? except going to Disney the one day. Yeah. So, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. I'm going to the max. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's am- pretty much all I want to do while I'm out there is eat. Um. Yeah. And like, I mean, do cheat. Like, I want to do like the the Warner Brothers Studio tour or something. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I want to go shopping and that's rodeo pretty drive. Pretty much it. Just like everywhere. You should go. To, Definitely like you wanna go go. to go. You should go to Sir or Pump. Where are those? <laughs> they're Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants. They're, I, oh, they're in, they're in West Hollywood. I probably won't be doing that. No, you should. <laughs> you probably have to make reservations and stuff. I don't want to handle that. Yeah, maybe. I'd have to, like, do that now, and I don't really want to do that. I don't want to, like, have anything really planned yeah. that's, like, time restrictive. I want to just kind of, like, do, whatever, do, like yeah. do stuff. Yeah. Like, except for the day that we're going to Disneyland, we don't have anything specific planned. I like G- but I definitely yeah. want to go. I have, like, a list of things that I want to do at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm so jealous. I want to go. You, you should come. <laughs> just take off. <laughs> I really would. Like, if I didn't just start this job, like, I would have gone out with you guys. Because... Well, I really want to go again now that Christina's staying yeah. out there, like... Because we only thinking, planned like, in it the for fall, now because we thought she was coming she was back coming in back. June. So in yeah, the fall so. or the winter. And like maybe from, yeah, I don't know, in the fall or winter. We really want to go to Universal again in the mm-hmm. fall. So I probably wouldn't be able to do both. But I don't know. Yeah. We shall see. We can talk about it. I mean, even if I just did like a long weekend or something in the winter. Yeah. I don't know we'll talk about it but I'm very excited and then yeah I definitely want to do a Warner Brothers tour which is relevant to this podcast because it's about tv um because so like they they're the tours are different every time um so you don't know like exactly what it is that you're gonna see um but like the things that have been part of that tour are like the set of friends yeah parts of like the Harry Potter stuff um I forget what else but or even like the Gilmore Girls yeah, set, yeah. yeah. So like, that I'm sure so cool. I'd end up seeing some pretty. It's kind of expensive. I really? think it's like sixty dollars a person. Yeah. But we'll you see. Can go Six Flags for that. Yeah, and <laughs> that would be way more fun. And I want to go to Burbank anyway, which is where it is, because they have the a pinup girl boutique store there. Oh, cool. You know, like the website yeah, yeah, pinup the website. girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I want to go to the um. Brick and mortar, and it's yeah. in Burbank. And it's Burbank is kind of far from where we're yeah. gonna be, so I want to. Sp- Spend like a whole day. Yeah, or, so you might like as well most go of a day up do there. the tour and all yeah. that stuff. That's where Universal is, too. And I was like, we could go eat at the City Walk. And John's like, I don't want to go anywhere near Universal unless we're going to go into the park. Because that would just be the biggest tease. <laughs> yeah, it would be. I was like, well, maybe we can just go. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, no. we can't. Yeah. Why? That's the only thing we ever do when we go on vacation is go to Universal and Disney. And we finally did something different. And we're already I mean, going to Disney one ready. of those yeah. days anyway. <laughs> Uh, we can't turn the whole trip into just Universal and Disney I mean you could though I mean we could though <sighs> Oh boy Yeah, I haven't even told Meredith that I'm going to Disneyland yet Because really? I wanted to tell her on the podcast And we haven't recorded since I made the plans to go Yeah It's been that long but, Yeah I, I noticed that you guys hadn't recorded either Yeah I mean she's been really really busy with yeah. work And you yeah. know Basically it's the just same been as crazy. Us. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. To our listeners, if they care, yeah, one of the reasons that we couldn't record was because I was moving and started a new mm-hmm. job and like in all the this city. Of stuff. Yeah, in, yeah. In the in, in the great city of New York, the great city of New York. I was trying to come up with like a funny way to the big tell apple. New York. Yeah, the big yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. <laughs> Concrete jungle where dreams are made yeah. of. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's just been, oh, you know, in stereotypical New York New Yorker fashion, it's been crazy and hectic. Crazy and hectic. Um, you never stop moving around. See? See here. Yeah. Natalie's a newsie. In the nineteen forties. <laughs> here ye, here ye. <laughs> Read all about it. You just stand in a street corner wearing like a, one of those newsboy hats. Extra, extra. <laughs> That's your job. No one pays you. You just do it. I just do that. Damn, this life is, You know this job is crazy. Which reminds me of a character in one of the movies I'm going to talk about to segue into our episode. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. Um. So today on Raised by TV podcast. We have um, branched out of TV shows a bit. Just a bit. To talk about... I mean, these shows were never... These movies were never on the big screen. (laughs) Exactly. They were all straight to VHS. To VHS. VHS. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because who would ever go to the movies to see (laughs) any of these? Not I. That's for sure. Um, So... That being said, we are doing our favorite um just t- we just did top three lists, so we're not gonna do like full long no, lists. But two. our top three favorite Mary Kane Ashley movies.
1: Um Mary Kane Ashley super movies super excited were about
0: something that we held very dear as children. <laughs> yeah. They, and and it counts as T V because we watched we it watched on, it our, on TV. our TV. Yeah. Yeah. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And over and And over and over and over. (laughs) And we were obsessed with them. And and I basically like. Definitely fits in. I thought of like Mary kate and Ashley as like my cool older cousins or something, you know? (laughs) Totally, yeah. They were only like Like, two years older than me. me. So like they were like, alright, we grew up together. (laughs) <laughs> exactly, yeah. We From we Full started House. watching them as little, yeah. Full House, and then the mystery agency movies, yeah. and then the really fantastic <laughs> films they started making later. <laughs> they also did have TV shows, which we they will did. talk about at oh, some yeah, point. At some point, for um, sure. Definitely, we could just do an episode where we talk about the two yeah. really good ones. Um, but Hold on, my so, light th- just went out in my room. That was really. Uh oh. Is your power out? No, I don't know how, oh, Scott must have hit. There's like, my, the lights in this apartment are weird. Like there's like t- different switches, like once, or, or one light will have like three different switches that turn it off and then like, you can never figure out what's going on. That's bizarre. Anyway. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's just <weird>. Old building? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was built in 1890, so. Oh, wow. Very old Very building. old, yeah. That's awesome, though. That's cool. Yeah. I have no idea where my sister lives. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Erica's been here. Really? Yeah, Erica and Sean came over the first week we were here. What? And no. Yeah. That doesn't happen. It did. It happened. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see Cause it. Because I, I had gone up to, like, the day we moved, I went up to, to Garwood because I had to Drop my car off mm-hmm. and Erica was there. So we hung out that day and then, so we planned. So I, I was like, Oh, come over uh, on Wednesday or whatever. And so, and she did. it worked wow. out. Yeah. yeah. I'm very impressed that you were able to hang out with the elusive Erica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Did I tell you that there was somebody on Facebook who posted in like one of the Facebook groups that I'm in, whose name was Erica Stevens, and I just commented, I commented in it just to be like, hey, I'm I'm not saying anything relevant to what your question was, but might you have the exact same name as my sister? And that guess what? She was like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? My sister's name is Natalie. Sister named Natalie. Yeah. What? And then I asked her if she had a sister named Jackie, but she didn't. Well, Isn't that's that so weird? sad for them that they don't have a Jackie. I know. Isn't that so strange, though? <laughs> that's yeah. so funny. What a small world. What a small world. Okay. Uh, back to Marie kate and Ashley. There's it's another another, world, another set of Ashley. sisters that we, we're, we'll talk about. Um, what do you have? What do you want to... Should we this say is our top three? There's a very noise coming from my kitchen. Uh-oh. Four. I'm sure it's fine. Um, Okay, so we each did our top three favorite Mary-Kate Ashley movies. Yeah, you want to tell me yours? I have a feeling that ours are going to be... You think they're going to be exactly the same? They might be exactly the same. Maybe one of them might be different. Yeah, I feel like maybe one of them will be different, but maybe not. (laughs) So, okay, in um, ascending order, starting from my least favorite, but they're Mm -hmm. my top three, uh, is Billboard Dad. (laughs) Then um, Our Lips Are Sealed. Mm-hmm. And then Holiday in the Sun. <laughs> we got the exact same list in the same order, <laughs> of course, in the exact same order. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well that's fine. <laughs> It'll still be easy then. <laughs> we'll go. No. We'll, we'll go through this quickly then. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, course. that is that is just you can't plan these things. No, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean you could. I mean you but... could. <laughs> But we didn't. We don't plan anything. But the results would be the same, so why spend the time planning? Yeah, (laughs) why bother? Exactly. Oh, man. All right, well, you want to start with Billboard, Dad? Sure, so I actually was able to watch these movies. You were? I watched them. Oh, my God, I'm so jealous. Why Um, didn't I do that? I've been alone all week. Yeah, I don't know why you did it. Dang. I didn't get I've been all the way Dawson's through. Screen. I didn't get all the way through *Holiday in the Sun*, but I watched um, *Billboard Dad* and *Our Lips Are Sealed*. And let me tell Holiday you, *Holiday in the Sun* I've seen the most. Yeah, me too. That's why I didn't feel the need to like finish the rest of it because I know mm-hmm. that the best. But yeah. let me tell you, *Billboard Dad* is an atrocious movie. It's oh terrible. my god! I know it's really bad. So, <laughs> I have I have this um this article that someone wrote Amazing. after re like. It's on Tumblr. It's like a, you know, Tumblr post after re-watching the movie. And, it, it, like, basically just, ta- like, tearing it apart. And I'm going to read the whole article. Okay. Why don't you um, start? You want to start with it? or? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, go ahead. It touches upon a lot of the things that I wanted to call out. Okay. So I figured I would just read the whole thing. Perfect. Um, okay. <clears throat> this is from... Um, I, I don't understand Tumblr, so I don't know if this is just like the name of the post or if this is the name of their Tumblr. But it's Mary Kate and Ashley Reviewed. And I think it's the name of their Tumblr because it says follow Mary Kate and Ashley Reviewed. So I think that they review like all of the movies, which yeah. is great. And I, I should look for the rest of them. Yeah. But, um,. That's who posted this. This was posted March 26, 2015. Um, Oh, yeah. They say, in no particular order, I watch and write about every Olsen Twins movie. So, this is definitely a Tumblr for me. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, this is their take on Billboard Dad, 1998. Um, Usually, in an Olsen Twins movie, one of the girls will be. Portrayed as an uptight snoot, and the other one will be a laid-back tomboy type. Not yeah. so in Billboard Dad. They're twins. They look and act alike, and one can dive slightly better than the other one. But we'll get to that. Emily and Tess. I won't even attempt to figure out which one is Mary Kate and which one is Ashley. Live with their widower father in Santa Monica. We open with I a usually know, as we typically but in do. that movie, I don't. I don't know which one's which. Yeah, but I'm I can sure. usually tell. And the other two, I can. I think I can tell them apart. They usually make. Ashley, Kate, usually, the more yeah, one. Ashley usually tomboy. Yeah, <laughs> Ashley usually has longer hair. And, sh- and Mary Kate's like t- a tiny bit shorter. Yeah, than, Ashley. Yeah, exactly. You could I'm pretty sure. But in <laughs> Billboard Dad, I'm not sure which one's which. Yeah, I don't. I, who knows? Um, I mean, I, actually, I do know because I wrote it down. Ashley plays Emily, and Mary Kate plays Tess. <laughs> okay. Um, we open with a voiceover as we typically do, and we see Emily skateboarding. Wait, did you say Emily was Mary Kate? Um. Yes. No. Her? Emily's Ashley. Oh, really. Yeah. I figured the skateboarding. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> we see Emily skateboarding through town. In the voiceover, she describes all the things she and her sister have in common, including the line, she likes boys and I like boys. <laughs> <laughs> For a hot second, I thought the movie was going to reveal that one of the twins was gay, which would have been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> she likes boys and I like girls. That yeah, would have been much have more been. interesting. It would have been but much Mary Kay Ashley would never have done a movie like that, no. especially not in 1998. No. <laughs> um... So Emily skateboards home and walks in on Tess making breakfast. So this is my favorite scene. Yeah. <laughs> for their dad. Tess asks where the whisk is, and Emily makes fun of her, which seems excessive considering all she did was ask where the whisk was. Yeah. Tess wants a whisk to make scrambled eggs, but Emily takes it upon herself to crack a few eggs in a Ziploc bag and shake it, which is truly <laughs> revolting. These, this scene goes on for about 90 seconds longer than it needs to. Yeah. Dad is a sculptor, which is a movie profession, if I ever heard one, because it's not a real profession, and mom is dead. It's clear right from the beginning that dad is severely depressed, like should be medicated depressed. He spends all of his time in, in his warehouse slash studio, which looks like it's inside some sort of dystopian compound. Also, the directing in this movie is really strange. I feel like I'm watching a play. I agree. Yeah. A lot of the movies are like that, though, because they're very, like, break the third wall-esque and, like, do, like, weird performance things that you wouldn't normally see in movies. Like, yeah. oh, we'll get to that. Our lips we'll are sealed. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of that. Um, oh, yeah. There's a lot of very strange artistic, <laughs> yeah. if you can even call it that, choices. Um, so we meet dad's agent briefly, whose name is Nigel, and he's clearly (laughs) a greedy prick. You can tell by the way he's constantly skulking around with a creepy smile on his face. The next scene takes place at Emily and Tessa's swimming practice. Their coach is a super hot guy named Brad, whom Emily accidentally refers to as (laughs) Bob. Then there's a bone chilling dream sequence where she imagines that he's talking all sexy to her. Dream or not it's a scene where a grown man seduces a child. Agreed. Tess makes fun of Emily for having a crush on Brad and Emily says she can't help it because he's a hunkasaurus and I positively (laughs) scream with laughter because that's the best fucking word I've ever heard. I'm going to start incorporating it into my vocabulary. I agree. This boy named Cody comes over and literally starts rapping at Tess and offers her concert tickets. In the voiceover Emily tells us that Tess doesn't know Cody has a crush on her. Sure. And he's wearing a fantastic bucket hat, just in case you were yes. wondering. Then, this bleach blonde kid on a skateboard, who I actually was madly in love with as a child, <laughs> randomly shows up, and everyone starts... It's the it's the spike effect. He you know, like Spike really, from Buffy. Yeah, also, but also he, his personality really reminds me of Jess from Gilmore Girls. Oh my god, yes. Right? He definitely has that, like... He the same, like angry but like just apathetic troubled. kind of like i'm yeah. um, too cool for yeah totally exactly but then he like Be has sensitive a soft, spot, soft side yeah exactly yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> so everyone that i was in love with as a child <clears throat> um Okay he shows up on a skateboard randomly um, and everyone starts whispering about him because he's the new kid. Someone says he's from Holly Weird which is awfully high which is awfully high and mighty coming from some kids who live in Santa Monica yeah. <laughs> Bleach Blonde Boy is so impressed by Tess's diving that he falls into the pool and everyone points and laughs because kids are awful. To get back at them, Bleach Blonde Boy disrobes while this weird rock music plays in the background. They always have weird music choices in these movies. They really do, yeah. (laughs) And he does a cannonball off the highest diving platform. So the girls and their dad go to the diner, um, go to the diner, and the lady working there seems super into dad. One incredibly strange thing about this movie is that every woman who meets the girl's dad wants the D. I know. It's not like this guy is unattractive, but every time he makes eye contact with a heterosexual woman, her panties shoot through the floor at 100 miles per hour. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Dad and the girls order, and because of that, why do they think they need to make a billboard to get him a date? Right? (laughs) Dad and the girls order ice cream, and all of a sudden, Dad just starts waxing poetic about their mom's hair and her lap while sad guitar music plays in the background. He seriously starts welling up with tears, and it's genuinely fucking heartbreaking. I'm getting whiplash from the tonal shifts in this movie. I go from hunkasaurus to this poor depressed man crying about his dead wife. Later that night, the girls are like, yo, we need to do something about dad. There's this extremely self-aware moment where one of them asks, what if something happens to him? And I'm pretty sure she's wondering if he might kill himself. They refer to it as dying of sadness, but they're only 12, so it's understandable. In any event, the girls decide that dad needs a woman. I'm not sure how we're meant to believe that these children would be clever enough to advertise their dad on a Santa Monica billboard, but that's where they end up. Um, Emily, Tess, and Cody climb up the billboard in the middle of the night with paint cans and pulleys and shit. I have no idea how any of them got this equipment. Despite the fact that they're doing it at night, they could not be more conspicuous. You like, mean where to tell did their parents no, think they were? Right? You mean to tell me that no police car drove by this one billboard at yeah, all, at all that night and saw three children painting shit on it? And where did they get this enormous picture of their dad? And the billboard yeah, says... What, like, how did that... <laughs> you know, <laughs> and the billboard says, he's single, he's handsome, he's cool to the max. Interested? Write to Max Tyler at 10 Surf, St. Vin- Venice. Yeah. St. Surf Street, Venice. Saint. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't read. <laughs> oh my god, it's terrible. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> it's not that much longer. They don't go like yeah, uh, okay. step by step the whole time. The next morning, this terrifying woman dressed as a hooker shows up at their door and says, I'm looking for your dad. <laughs> How do they know, like how does she know that I don't know How does she know that That those are his children (laughs) Oh my god Dad is understandably confused, but the girls are like, "Hey, it worked." The next scene um is them on the news, which makes no sense because Dad would never agree to that. We cut to this random interior that none of us have seen yet, um where these two women are watching TV. One of them is Debbie, who wants Dad's D, and the other is Brooke, who isn't paying attention. Brooke is of course the love interest. Debbie tries to convince Brooke to go out on a date with Dad by saying, "It's been 26 months since you got divorced. What a fucking weirdo." Who would even know that? <laughs> 26 months seriously how does she know that? Brooke seems pretty sensible. Her husband cheated on her and she has one son. Naturally she's not the type of person to date someone who will put an ad for himself on a billboard. Debbie is Debbie is the Oh, Debbie is though. Got it. The next day, in a scene straight out of Sleepless in Seattle, the mailman brings yeah. him multiple bags of letters from horny women to dad. It was ridiculous in Sleepless in Seattle, too. But in that movie, Tom Hanks was on a radio show that reached a national audience. This is just one billboard in one city. Yeah, why also, would all those people write to him? <laughs> like, literally, every woman why, that lives why? in Santa Monica. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dad is ju- is not that hot that no. <laughs> he, he would be getting bags of mail like he's fucking <laughs> Santa Claus at the North Pole. <laughs> Dad abuses the girls by going on 5 dates. Naturally, they all turn out to be insane with the exception of one woman wearing a burqa who he rejects because ha, ha ha foreigners and they're still Oh my closet, god, I right? got so upset when I watched that scene. <gasps> and the know. lady with the armpit, the French lady with the uh, her oh, yeah, armpits too. With the armpit hair. It's like are you kidding oh, me? Man. It's wildly racist. So up. This, this, thing says. He exchanges pleasantries with her, and then he's like, "Check, please. Know. You know what? I billboard. He like, you have nice eyes. Oh, huh? so funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Dad agrees to go on one last. Like this. This woman, re- like, r- responded to a billboard ad to date you. Like she might be in- an interesting person. Yeah, you know, like exactly. only an interesting person would do that. Maybe get to know her." <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, Dad agrees to go on one last date, and it turns out to be with Debbie. While he's waiting for her, Brooke sits down on a bench next to him, and they start talking. Now, remember, Brooke didn't see him on the news, so she doesn't recognize him. They hit it off immediately. When Debbie realizes what happened, she takes it on the chin and decides they should go on a date instead. Brooke and Dad go to a restaurant, and the girls follow them. They start sending stuff to the table and knocking over plants and shit, just making a huge spectacle of themselves. It's very Full (laughs) House-esque. (laughs) Brooke and dad go on a million dates via montage, and then they have a really gross kiss. (laughs) When he comes back in the house after kissing Brooke, Nigel is sitting in a chair in the dark like a goddamn horror movie. (laughs) Then they have a full conversation without turning the lights all the way on. (laughs) Nigel is concerned that dad isn't making the old stuff, or rather, the art he would make when he was violently depressed. (laughs) It's a shitty thing to say, but then again, Nigel's a shitty person who only cares about money. It's also an extremely heavy idea for an Olsen twin movie to tackle. Then an artist yeah. might make better stuff when he's unhappy. <laughs> okay. The next scene is back at the pool. Bleach blonde boy shoots Tess in the face with water gun, and she reacts like she's just thrown acid on her. (laughs) Brad gathers the swim team and psychs them up for their big diving match they have coming up. He challenges Tess to a dive off um, to, to dive. What? No, this is worded wrong. It's not me. He challenges Tess to a dive off off the highest board so that they have a better chance at winning. But she chickens out. Bleach blonde boy, however, climbs up there in his jean shorts and dives perfectly. <laughs> Brad tells him he just but made the also swim I team, and mention- he's like... His what? jean jacket with that has a P, like peace sign crossed out. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> what what should we put on this jacket to make people know that he's bad? No peace. <laughs> no peace. I hate make peace. him an anti hippie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Someone in the writers' room literally suggested let's put let's make it say "fuck hippies," and then someone was like, "No, this is a children's movie. Yeah. Let's just do no peace." Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Or they didn't okay. want to, Like they figured that kids wouldn't know what an anarchist symbol was, so they just <laughs> put a no piece. Oh my god! Maybe <laughs> I I like literally hope that that's true because that's hilarious if yeah. that is true. <laughs> Anyway, Brad tells him he just made the swim team and he's like, fuck you and your swim team, Brad. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why it happened now. But it's at this point in the movie that I realized bleach blonde boys, clearly the son Brooke has mentioned. Yeah. It's confirmed in the next scene where Brooke and Dad go on their two-month anniversary date, ugh, and the son comes over to the house to stay with the girls. His name is Ryan, and he acts all high and mighty towards the girls for some reason. He's all you're such goody goodies, and everything has gone perfectly for you, hasn't it? You know what, Ryan? I know you're going through your teenage rebellion stage and you're upset about your dad getting remarried but their mom is fucking dead yeah also your mom is an optometrist from santa monica so you're doing just fine <laughs> Then there's this absolutely insane subplot that takes up about the last half hour of the movie, wherein Nigel decides that he needs to break up Dad and Brooke. He gets the girls in on it, which is totally unnecessary because you're a grown-ass adult, Nigel, and you can (laughs) take care of your own schemes, (laughs) by convincing them that their dad is planning to move to another country with Brooke and put them in boarding school. It's always boarding school. (laughs) I know. I get super PG-13 up in this joint when Nigel hires the model to pose for Dad's yeah. sculpture. At the same time, he gets Brooke to come to the studio. When she gets there, she winds up walking in on what looks like real sexy time, with Dad talking to the model while she's all splayed out on the bed wearing a robe. This is gross for several reasons, not the least of which is that Brooke has not has been cheated on before. On the other hand, this is also a ridiculous movie, so there's this super long soap opera-ish shot of Brooke staring at them. It's kind of funny. Yet another tonal shift leads us to the diving match, which Cody is announcing for some reason. Is he qualified for that? It comes <laughs> down to Emily. Yeah, to I was too. thinking of that, too, actually. <laughs> like, why? They, they just wanted him he... to be relevant in the movie. <laughs> They're like we need to give him something to do. He is almost a pointless character. Cody. Oh my god, he's all of these movies have pointless characters. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, It comes down to Emily to do the very last dive that could win the match. Since this is a movie, she nails it. They hilariously shoot the dives from 100 feet away, so you can't tell that the girl's stunt double is a 30-year-old woman. (laughs) Brad kisses her on the cheek, and she makes this face, which they show a picture of, which (laughs) maybe I'll post it because it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Please do. <laughs> okay, I will. Um, somehow the girls get wind that Nigel's a total D-bag and conspire to take him down. They use this enormous device to record him admitting that he's been selling knockoffs of dad's sculptures to make money. When Cody came around the corner with this thing, another picture, I literally thought it was an enormous gun. It really looks like one. What is The it? thing, that I guess, that they use to record. It, like, is a big, long, like... Thing on a handle that looks like a gun handle. Oh, yeah. It's like this big, long, like rocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, see, things like this only happen in movies because people announce their dastardly plans out loud. He literally goes, I'm going to be so rich selling these knockoffs! Nigel's rich, <laughs> Nigel's rich, <laughs> Nigel's rolling in the dough. And the best part <laughs> about it is no one's going to know. <laughs> He's literally a cartoon villain. He really is. He is. So Brooke finds out that dad didn't cheat on her and they get back together. I'm way too bored with this relationship to get into it, but it all ends happily, of course. And it's it's nice. (laughs) The end. (laughs) I think that was a really perfect summation of that movie. (laughs) It really was. We should have just... Oh, man. Like... Read done this for that phone. person's posts about I actually them. found I it for our lips <laughs> are Oh, you did? Yeah. I have, um, for the next I two, I have borps. Bustle articles. Okay. Yes. Um, which aren't as funny as that was. Yeah. But, um, we can't make our whole podcast just re- reading one person's Tumblr. No, like. that would be boring. <laughs> <laughs> and not fair to them. Yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, but, so yeah. that's Billboard Dad in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything I else about it. I used to think that this movie was so good. I know. I really did, <laughs> too. When I Clearly. watched it, it, I, it wasn't good. Like, it was boring. Yeah. It was a very boring movie. It didn't have anything interesting about it. I mean, most yeah, of no, movies I movies mean, But, like, Our Lips Are Sealed, I think, was a little better than the rest. Uh, yeah, Our Lips Are Sealed is probably the worst and best one, because yeah. it's so aware of how bad it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. You know, like... They, I, they break I the fourth mean, wall I mean, we'll definitely talk about that. Yeah. They do that throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. and, like, in the best way, and it's just funny, and, like, there's no parts of it, really, that are supposed to be serious, no, like in none. Holiday in the Sun. And the re- <laughs> Yeah, Holiday in the Sun is all serious. <laughs> like, there's nothing know, funny but, about it. But I think it's the funniest of them all. <laughs> unintentionally it's the most hilarious one which is why it's my number one yeah, it's too. the most quotable it's the best <laughs> we'll get to that um. i do think i did want to say that i and point out that i think it's funny that all of these the all of our three favorites all take place by the beach oh my god you're totally right you know. well like they are the three, three American national movies that took place by the beach and yeah. there. I don't know. I don't know what that I don't know what that says about us, but we like the beach. Yeah. I mean Yeah. I was gonna pick When in Rome as one of them, but
1: then for that, so though. that I was gonna pick I was it. gonna pick,
0: oh I did so think about winning London too, which Yeah, that one's really good too. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, winning London is so good. I know. I forgot when about in that Rome. One. I really don't good. remember that much. Like, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I often get it confused with the times. Lizzie McGuire movie, though. Yeah, they because they were in Ro- in Italy too. mm mm-hmm. In Rome. Yeah. Yeah. The Lizzie McGuire movie is the best movie that's ever been made. By the way, <laughs> I also get. I think I get some of these confused with what? Uh, what was that movie? What a Girl Wants. <laughs> Amanda Bynes. Oh my God. That's the best movie that's yeah. ever been made. Yeah. <laughs> is. that is such a good movie. It really. I want to watch that. that. Okay, we can do that. <gasps> is that on like any of the streaming sites? I I want to watch, watch it like tonight. You should. <laughs> I love that movie. I love that guy that she meets, a like cool rocker guy. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that's such a good movie. And Amanda Bynes is so cute. Okay, yeah. I need to find that and watch it. Um, I just anyway, thought about another movie. What was what? that movie where, I think it's Mandy Moore, plays, like, the president's daughter or something, and she, like, goes traveling in Europe? Oh, my God, what is that movie called? <laughs> yeah, she, she, is, she is. She's the president's daughter, yeah. and then she, like, wants to, like, <coughs> escape, you know, because she's always being, like, you know, yeah, watched follow- and yeah, followed. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. Secret Service agents <sighs> all the time. What is that movie movie called? That one's a good movie, too. For some reason, when you said that, it made me think of the movie The Prince and Me with Julia Stiles. Oh, yeah. You know, the prince from Denmark comes (laughs) to America. That's right. (laughs) Okay, we should just turn this into a really bad early two thousand slash nineties movie. I podcast. mean, I think that's fine. I think that would work. <laughs> I think we can like squeeze those in whenever we, we want. We absolutely. I mean, it's our podcast, and you know, it's fine. Only like five people listen to it, so yeah. So who gives a shit? Who gives a goddamn shit? All to right. be quite honest. Um. Anyway. Um, anyway, our so. lips are sealed is our number two sealed. on both of our lists. So. Mm-hmm. That movie is Let's get about, into it. Um, I could just read you like the little blurb about it, and then we could, if you have an article or whatever. Yeah, totally. All right, so uh, our lips are sealed in a movie. Uh, the plot of the movie is a <laughs> family of twin sisters, um, Maddie and Abby Parker, but that's not their real names. That's their names later on. I've, yeah, that's I've, the names that they're given by the witness protection. I don't program. know if they ever um, said their names, like their actual. I think real they names. do maybe so this movie this movie I just want to I just want to sit, touch on this real quick this movie opens with a scene of two sisters getting up fran- well I think first there's like a dream sequence yeah there's a dream that sequence they're like the most Julie, popular girls yeah, in school the, yeah, or whatever yeah. but then then they frantically are getting ready for school and they're blow drying their already dry hair yeah and then and then start attacking each other with blow and dryers, and for some reason her. their hair is just sticking up wildly <laughs> <laughs> In a way that they couldn't just brush it back and down, stay- you know, they're yeah. already dry. Stays hair. like that, like all through cheerleading tryouts.
1: They but then, like later, to, like at the end it of the in day, a
0: ponytail or something. <laughs> oh my god! I know. Oh my god. Anyway, continue. Anyway, so this movie is about uh, twin sisters who are placed in the FBI's witness protection program after they witness a robbery at a local museum in which the priceless Neil. Diamond is stolen. Neil spelled K N E E L. (laughs) And unfortunately, because uh, the twins have such a big problem of being blabbermouths, everywhere they are sent to live, the girls inadvertently end up revealing their witness status. So there's a whole montage of but them. But then they do it, like, on purpose when they're in Amish country. When they're in country, Amish they're, country, yeah, they're in Lancaster. <laughs> they're just like, I have an announcement to make. We were witness to a crime, and we are now in the <laughs> Witness Protection Program.
1: <laughs> and they that just poor like,
0: FBI agent with his beeper. <laughs> they just, like, their first instinct when people are like, oh, where are you from? To be like, oh, we're in the Witness Protection like, <laughs> they, I know, Like, right? it's like, like what? So this movie starts off really strong, right out, right off the bat, and then somehow um, the last place on Earth that they can, um, that they've not been already positioned at is Australia, and the, on this, Earth, like they've the whole, been to entire, Iran, yeah. they've been to Cambodia, they've been. <laughs> <laughs> It's literally like a map and everything is crossed out except Australia, no. which is circled. <laughs> like what? what? That doesn't make any sense. It's not at this all really makes any sense. Oh, oh my boy. god. So they moved to Australia um, uh, um, and so some, somehow they don't blab in australia even though they've labbed everywhere else in the world they they don't they can they last year um uh for the first um the, at first the girls have trouble fitting in with their peers um just because i don't know why but um so then hold on i'm lost my place here wait <laughs> did you talk about what the guy's name is the crime lord I'll, that's we'll, that's after the diamond yeah no not not yet i It's later on, but we can say we can. I don't have to go in order. So yeah, the guy, the guy. So so yeah. So they're in the witness protection program because this mob guy or whatever is after them. Mm -hmm. He's from he's from the country of you're ugly. You're ugly. What's his name? (laughs) Small Eastern European country of you're ugly, and his name is Emil Hachu. Bless you. <laughs> and every time anyone <laughs> says his name, everyone says. I wanted God you bless to you. say it so bless that you. I could say. Yeah. that. <laughs> I I, I got that. <laughs> bless you. Bless you. And then remember when the, the two guys, what are their names? Yeah, so the two uh, guys. Actually, I have that here. Remember when um, they go into Mac that bar? Mac and Sydney. Yeah, Mac and Sydney. Remember when they go into that bar after they're like yeah. stuck in the desert or something for whatever reason? Yeah. And they, somebody asks where, where they're, they're from and they and say, You're and ugly. And, and they get like literally beat like, up. Literally like, thrown, thrown out. out of the bar. <laughs> 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 literally. You're ugly. <laughs> oh. And then oh he's the, so like, Next bad. time, just tell him we're from New York. <laughs> Oh yeah, because the one guy has no accent at all. Yeah, He's just like, yeah, a, a guy. Because <laughs> they're like, because they're like great, like distant cousins of. Hachu. Yeah, they're like the most distant yeah. cousins that that Hachu could find. <laughs> oh my gosh! So um, yeah, so the Mac and Sydney follow, f- somehow discover their location. Oh, after breaking into the FBI office. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and they yeah. see the the map with the Australia circled mm-hmm. a million times, <laughs> and they're like, yeah. "Oh, okay, got it." So <laughs> then, so so they they you know chase after them, and then um, they end up so the so the uh, Maddie and Abby and her their family their parents are real weirdos too. Yeah, <laughs> the mom always the mom is smoking, smoking cigarettes, cigarettes. <laughs> and then they have a um, they have a pet c- kangaroo because they're in Australia, mm-hmm. and everyone. You know, it's like dogs. Yeah, you just like In have Australia, a pet kangaroo. Pet as soon as you actually, like, as soon as you move to Australia, they just give you, one. like, as yeah. you get off the plane, they just hand you a kangaroo and they like. They say, "Welcome to Australia. Here's a kangaroo, mate." <laughs> <laughs> so they they end up. Watch but, out for the dingoes. <laughs> oh, no, I can't do an Australian accent. Yeah, neither <laughs> can. i not even gonna attempt it. <laughs> Oh, So, yeah, so the family ends up, like, running this in, a- in Australia, and the, so the, the, um... Which is, like, the most conspicuous job they could have given them, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, yeah. Like, <laughs> give them, like, a boring job where they're not really talking to, like, different kinds of people all the time, you know? Like, yeah. put them in an office somewhere. Exactly. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um... <coughs> So yeah, so they, the the mob guys end up staying, like finding them and staying there. Um, mm-hmm. But in the meantime, the girls make friends. You know, they have, um, they meet like these like nerdy girl, this nerdy girl at first, and like she's really Sheila. nice, Sheila, because there's like a bunch They're of Sheila. They're all Sheilas. named Sheila. They're all named Sheila, but then they like get in <laughs> with the cool crowd because. There's this like nasty girl named Victoria, but for some reason they think that they're cool and they like mm-hmm. get invited to her party. But I made then- a note that I made a note that Victoria is the Brianna Australian Wallace. Brianna Wallace. She is. She's yeah. exactly the same character. She, all of the villains in these movies are brunette girls that yeah. are taller than yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always. <laughs> Except for a Billboard Dad, they didn't have that. Well, yeah, they didn't have a like female villain really no and they didn't really have love interests yet either (laughs) yeah they were young yeah exactly um but anyway so then yeah so speaking of love interests they meet these surfer dudes and like but the surfer dudes are not cool with the popular crowd so they kind of have to choose over them and then there's like some surf competition between the surfers and the cool kids for the beach for like rights to the beach and mm-hmm. the surfers win, and or no, the surfers don't win. The popular girls, popular crowd wins, but then um, everyone Wait, but goes to the other beach. Wait, but you're forgetting the best part. What? Where the guy who's supposed to surf, he says he breaks oh, his widgie or Ouija. something, and it's like his finger. Like, like why can't like you surf? Dick. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then one of the Kater Ashleys. Goes and she's like, "I'll do it instead." And then I think it's Victoria says, yeah. "Since when does she know how to surf?" And then they say, "Since the scene apparently." Since the scene, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Which they, is fantastic. They do that in another scene too. They're like, oh, "I forget." They do it a lot. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about some of All it. Right. Go ahead. I in mean, that's the really plot. the whole plot. And then, I mean, well, then so yeah, so the so the guys are after them because they end up. They ended, uh, the girls ended up with the Neil Diamond, like, one of the guys, uh, the robber guy, like, um, slipped it in one of their bags, and so... And one of them's been wearing it as a necklace. She's been wearing it the time. Whole, whole movie, and she didn't know, and, like, they're, you know, they're trying to get it, and then, like, um, I don't know, I don't remember what <laughs> happened. Well, then they eventually, um, because they they know, they find out that the guys are the ones that are after use, the diamond, yeah. and that they have the diamond, and there's that, like, yeah. that really, like, super cool Australian the girl, chick that's, like, the a cop that works named there. Katie or whatever yeah. her name is, and um, they, like, work together, and they catch the guys. Yeah, because then a comes, and, like, he nearly gets away on a seaplane, but Maddie and Abby stop him using a boomerang because <laughs> yes. they're in Australia. <laughs> And he was arrested by Katie, an undercover FBI agent, posing as a lifeguard. The Parkers are finally able to return home to the United States with half the reward money for capturing the bad guys. Now, let me just say that it doesn't make any sense that after catching the the boss, they would be let out of the witness protection program. Yeah, Just because you caught him doesn't mean that there are not other people who are going to be very angry that you caught him. That's true. And if anything, they should be going deeper into the witness protection yeah. program because they've now been involved with these crime people twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's not just over now. Like, no, you, oh, you just go home. It's fine. <laughs> oh, God. It's so stupid. Mm. And then, so then, my favorite part of this movie, which I was referencing earlier when we were talking about Natalie's fake job of being a newsie, <gasps> is the guy. <laughs> The news reporter, Milo, who's not a real news reporter, and he just walks around talking to a pretend camera, holding whatever's around him. A a hairbrush. A spoon. yeah, (laughs) Whatever it is. And he's just, like, announcing what's going on around him. (laughs) Which is, I guess, like, this movie's answer to having a voiceover narration. Like, they have this guy. (laughs) And they did that. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, they... It's very aware of itself of how bad it is, yeah. And that's why they just do things like that because they're like they don't care and they know they can do whatever they want and it'll be funny and people like us would still love it <laughs> <laughs> and talk about it twenty years later. Exactly. Yeah. Love oh it. man, it's so such good. a good movie. But so I found these. So apparently, Bustle did like a whole series of articles. Of rewatching Mary Kay and Ashley movies That's too because perfect. I found one. I found one for both Billboard. I found one for Billboard Dad too actually, but then I found the other thing and it was funnier. Mm-hmm. But um, I found one for Our Lips Are Sealed and for Holiday in the Sun. So I guess they did like a whole series about this. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to read all of them because they're not all funny. You know, as Bustle articles generally are. Like some of it's interesting and some of it's not. Yeah. Um, but. So it's the 16 things I noticed rewatching our Lips Are Sealed movie as an adult. Um, So 15 years ago, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's characters went into the witness protection program after witnessing a jewelry heist. Um, After several failed failed attempts to keep their secret, the FBI had no other choice but to place them in Sydney, Australia. I know, it's a rough life. Taking on new identities as Abby and Maddie Turtleby. Oh, is that originally Uh, their last name is Parker? Yeah. But they wouldn't just change their last names. They definitely had different first names they before. They definitely did, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they kept forgetting their names. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> right. Um, our lips are sealed as American Ashley hit straight to VHS movie that many of us grew up watching. If you didn't, you missed out on it. You missed out, in my opinion, because it's hilariously bad. Yeah, we all wanted to be Mary Kay and Ashley. The last time I saw *Our lips are sealed was probably around the time it came out in 2000. Personally, I was more of a Holiday in the Sun gal. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A girl after my own heart. But who could turn down a 90-minute Australian journey? Not me. To mention, there were two cute blonde Aussies who seemed to be pretty decent surfers. Writing this makes me feel kind of gross considering they are young boys in the film. And I'm now an adult, but at the time I was obsessed. Agreed. <laughs> (laughs) There are tons of things I failed to notice the first few times I watched this because I was 10 years old when it came out. So I decided to go back and rewatch all the amazingness that is Our Lips Are Sealed. (laughs) This one's really funny and I've never noticed this before. Okay. The odd mail truck. Instead of renting a mail truck for the movie, they just painted a Jeep to look like a mail truck. (laughs) Hashtag budget problems. And they have a picture of it. It's literally just a Jeep Wrangler painted white with like a a mail mail sign on the side. That's incredible. You need to look it up. All of you need to Google this immediately. It's so funny. Oh, my God. so funny. Um, Now, this one is more visual, but I will just explain what it is. It says, this convincing disguise, and then it's a picture of Mary-Kate Ashley wearing the brown paper bags over their heads with sunglasses (laughs) over them, like, through the paper bags. So funny. What were they thinking? Um, okay, and then this they were one. They're trying to hide. Uh, yeah, they did a really good job. These movies are seriously cartoons that they just filmed live action instead. Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, number three, they won a case over a zit. What? Can, can we talk about how no one in history has been convicted after a freshman in high school identifies a guy over a zit? Yeah. Oh, well, apparently it's solid evidence. <laughs> oh, my God. And then they talk about Emil Hachu, bless you, and how yeah. that's funny. Um, okay, now this one's great. Stanford Blatch plays an FBI agent. So the assistant of the main FBI agent guy is the guy who plays Stanford on Sex and the City. And I never realized that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know, which is awesome. Um, Beepers. (laughs) Remember this piece of ancient technology? Seeing beepers is always really funny. Um, they had a pet kangaroo. we already talked about that. And then this one, crushing a can on your head. <laughs> you remember them doing that in this movie? Yes. yes. <laughs> Raise your hand if you try to That's what this made after them cool. Movie. That's what that's that's what made them cool. That's when all the cool kids <laughs> they were. They like, crushed oh, cans on cool. their heads. Yeah. <laughs> I remember trying to do that as mm. a kid too. Um uh, uh, What else? These are not funny. Oh, this fashion trend. They're both wearing jeans with like animal print in just the pockets. One of them has zebra stripes and the other one has leopard print. (laughs) Just inside the pockets. I always, always wanted their clothes. Oh, yeah. Oh, this part, these weird pauses filled with jokes. Whose idea yeah. was it to have them dancing, pause, and have them tell <laughs> terrible jokes? That guy should be fired. Yeah. I agree, he should be retroactively that fired. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that whole part on the boat, and they do like a spit take scene or something like that too, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Oh, oh my God, God, it's so dumb. Um, Remember when they're being chased by the mob guys? Pete and Avery just hop into a random car and drive away. (laughs) They stole (laughs) a freaking car and literally no one cared. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, now this part. This torturous plan. So they defeat the bad guys by... Tying them to chairs and proceeding to paint their Oh my their God! Nails yes, I forgot th- about this. Part. And do their makeup or whatever, and threaten to put bras on them. <laughs> and that's what breaks them. Like that's a. Oh my God! Oh my God! And then they talk about Milo. And then this is oh. So they get to keep the diamond. I'm pretty yeah. sure in real life that that diamond would be returned to the museum. To the, Instead, museum. the FBI agent, the FBI agent Kate just tosses it back to the twins. Are you kidding? <laughs> Seriously. I never realized yeah. that either. That's so ridiculous. No, I okay. can't even handle it. Oh, my God. But speaking of their fantastic clothes, I was always obsessed with the outfits that they wear mm-hmm. in the boat scene. Those color yes. black dresses and the, the patent 60s. white yes. go-go boots.
1: Those so are amazing outfits. Mm-hmm. I would wear that
0: to this day. Like, Me maybe too. that should be my Halloween costume. Yes! <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. So Can we be Mary, cute, and Ashley for Halloween? <laughs> we should. Oh my, <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, you need to... I need to give you all of the details about Dawn's Halloween Adam's Family Weekend thing in oh, Westfield yeah. that she's putting on. It's going to be so cool. I'll, I'll give you the details after the podcast. I'm excited. Uh, I don't really have all the details, but I can give you some. <laughs> um, I'll update you with more details. Cool. But anyway, um, yeah, so this movie is basically just the best slash worst, most amazing part of my childhood, and... <laughs> Yeah, agreed. If no, if you haven't watched this already, I feel bad for you because if you watch it now, it won't hold up. But <laughs> you needed to watch it back then. Yeah, probably. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't unless I wouldn't you're a child. Suggest, but yeah. honestly, like I don't know that children today would enjoy mary Kane Ashley. I tried to get when I was babysitting Julia and Tyler. I mm-hmm. tried. I tried to like get get Julie to watch a Kane Ashley movie. Yeah. It never happened though. Yeah, she's like never seen any. She like barely knows who they are. Yeah, it's crazy. Feel like she would have. She's too old now. She's like almost fifteen. Yeah. But back then we're talking about her plans for her sweet sixteen. Aww. I know. It's gonna be crazy. I know. I've known them since they were nine. Yeah. Me too. How old am I? (laughs) (laughs) Oh (sighs) gosh. I was actually today we did this um service awards lunch where like people who've been with the company for like 5 years, 10 years, whatever get um an award and like thanks for service and whatever. It was really cute. But this one guy was celebrating his um what was it? 40th his 40th year with the company. And I was thinking about like being there for 40 years and oh my god and then I, I was remember. like I was like I can't even imagine like like I haven't even been alive for 40 years like when I'm 40 I will have been with this company for 20 years and I was like that's not true I will have only been with the company for 15 years when I'm 40 I'm that <laughs> close to being 40 yeah. what the fuck wow <laughs> like for a second I thought I was still like 20. a teenager or yeah, something yeah, yeah like it's like, a 40. I'm not going to be 40 for a million years. And I was like, wait. Yeah. I won't I... have been here that long, actually. I'm, I'll be 30 very soon. I know. That's Amazing. bizarre. It really is. Oh, my God. What is life? What is time? I don't know. Yeah, we're, like, so irrelevant talking about Mary and Ashley movies. Like I know. The kids of today don't even know who they are. Know, oh, you but... mean those weird skeletons with hair? <laughs> <laughs> They're so weird now. I know. I don't know what happened to them. They were so funny in these movies. They They had so much personality. They had so much personality. I know. And now they have zero personality. Like, what happened? I I don't know. I know they were acting in this movie. Yeah, maybe they weren't. I mean, they weren't acting very well, but... No. Definitely not. Oh God! They sang too many cheesy songs and did too many horrible movies, and it just ruined them as people. Ruined them, you know. Alright But let's now. It's time. It's time to talk about the one, the only, Holiday in the Sun. Probably the best movie of all of the movies. Yep, yep. (laughs) Ooh, we'll should we end this show with that no i know what we're ending the show with oh yeah but we'll talk about it all right we'll talk about it okay <laughs> ah, it's part of this okay so um is it play 20, what play well yes but we'll get there okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to give a brief overview of this movie or yeah sure I? Um, So, Madison and Alex Stewart are twin sisters from Illinois who are whisked away to Atlantis Resort in the Bahamas by their parents for winter break. Initially, the sisters are disappointed that they didn't get to go to Hawaii with their friends, but overcome them by enjoying their newly earned freedom in the form of their own suite, as well as the pristine beaches of the Caribbean. Alex falls for Hottie Jordan, a worker at the he resort. He is pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, he is. It holds up. I look yeah. at pictures. Yeah, he was pretty hot. <laughs> uh, she's not the only one with her eye on Jordan. The spoiled heiress Brianna Wallace, played by Me- Wallace. Megan Fox, is also after him and plays dirty to get her way. Madison, meanwhile, is being wooed by Cupid brainless Scott, who in <laughs> turn is being coached behind the scenes by Griffin, a childhood friend of Madison's with a not-so-subtle crush to talk to Madison and eventually get her under his thumb. The sister's holiday of fun in the sun is interrupted when they cross paths with a man-smuggling stolen (laughs) artifacts. (laughs) Through their... (laughs) Though their parents are keeping a close eye on them, the sisters and Griffin must find a way to clear Jordan's name when their friend is wrongfully arrested for the crime. But only together, they overcome everything and understand the true meaning of sisterhood, along with having a great vacation. (laughs) That was a really good summary. Thanks, Wikipedia. That was fantastic. Okay, so number one off the bat, Griffin is Julian. Julian Baker from One Tree Hill. Yeah. That's the same actor. Oh, my I mean, God. Yeah. He is. It is. It's Julian. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was such a dork. And then in One Tree Hill. Austin Nichols, so yeah. Oh, I mean, my God. So I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. so excited when I realized that. Yeah. I know. I love him. And then number two, this is our, like, first... Foray into the world of Megan Fox. It's the first I ever saw. Yeah, her. definitely. Most um, people, I think. And she she got to deliver some of the best lines in this movie. As yeah. I was looking through, so take, take one us of them. It. One of them is, "I get what I want, and this winter break, I want Jordan." <laughs> <laughs> She's always got like a. Shit ton of lip gloss all over her mouth, yeah, like the, the slimiest, craziest <laughs> lip gloss yeah. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Bray, I, love I want Jordan, <laughs> and then there's this other scene where she, wh- okay, so then the scene okay, wait, I'm sorry. So there's this one scene where a guy like says, Hey, what's up? and she goes, Not my temperature. <laughs> <laughs> And then when she sees Jordan for the first time, she goes, now he's what time it is. Did the mayor of the 90s write this script? <laughs> the mayor of the 90s. <laughs> the mayor of the 90s. So I know that this is 2001. However, yeah. I would really like this to sound as 90s as possible. I, being the mayor of the 90s, I'm going to write this script for this movie and make sure that everything <laughs> this girl says is straight out of 1994. <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. Um. So then... The other best line in the movie, which I know you know what I'm going to (laughs) say, which is in reference to Jordan's friend, who's the man who's smuggling stolen artifacts. (laughs) (laughs) When he is first introduced to Madison and whatever her name is, uh, Alex, he says, this is my friend Champlain. (laughs) This is my friend Champlain. (laughs) (laughs) Which may seem to you like an innocuous line. (laughs) We've been quoting that line for the last 17 years. Line has come with us on family vacations. We went, we went to Vermont and we stayed in a cabin next to Lake Champlain, and And the whole time, ever for a second, stopped saying, gesturing to the the lake. Gesturing to the lake. This is my friend Champlain. I'm crying. This is my friend Champlain. This is my friend Champlain. I think we just thought it was oh so funny because why is his name Champlain? <laughs> first of, first all. of all, and second of all, he's like an old. Why is Jordan <laughs> why fr- why like is Jordan friends with this old Cal- guy? This is my friend. <laughs> with I don't this know. This old scraggly, white-haired, creepy dude that's obviously smuggling smuggling stolen artifacts. artifacts. What else would a guy that looks like that do? <laughs> Just like, why was he friend? Like, what what do they do together? (laughs) Seriously, what do you do together? (laughs) You guys go out for coffee. (laughs) (laughs) They work out at the gym together.
1: (laughs) They call each other and
0: talk about their life. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god it's so and like we said like this movie is serious like <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> yeah, mm, yeah like like the scene when they get when they're on the yacht and like they, they the police come or whatever yeah. and like there's like stolen artifacts in the yacht like hiding yeah. in like magical places that pop out of nowhere <laughs> it's so serious and they get taken to the like the bahama the bahama yeah. jail and there's all these, like, like, the lighting is all really yeah. dark. And the, there's all these, like, artsy camera angles from, like, really weird places. Like, <laughs> like, like off to the left, down. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like someone dropped the camera and it's just filming them accidentally. <laughs> like, that's, that's, what these, that's what these camera angles in this movie are like. And clearly, they were trying to be artsy. Yeah, and I think they really I were. didn't... I should have looked this up because you know that's what you're supposed to do when you're doing a podcast. But um, I think that this is the first movie that Mary-Kate and Ashley were executive producers of. Oh, maybe. Of theirs. I think it was. I don't know that that's that's true, but that's like a thing that I have in my brain, like a piece of information that I have in my brain that could be false. But (laughs) I'm going to throw that out there. So I, I, Because I remember as a kid thinking, like knowing that and thinking like, They tried to make this movie really artsy, and that's why it came out really stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that. Um, Yeah, I would not be surprised at all. And then like there's that one scene where they go I, I don't know exactly what they're doing but I guess they're going to like prove that Jordan is innocent and they just play a recording of them on a loop I yeah. guess playing in the pool like on a on a, like a boombox <laughs> just leave it there just so like, that the parents oh, don't we're know so much. Much. and it's like oh we're having so much fun or like yeah I, exactly or something like that I don't first know first of all when did they record yeah. that. Why, Why they did they have, have recording that? equipment with them on a vacation that they didn't even know that they were going on until the last minute? Exactly, <laughs> that's the other part. Their parents, their dad pulled them out of school, like came to school, said to, like took them out of school and brought them on a plane to go on vacation that they didn't know brought about them on who a da- private that doesn't happen. jet. Yeah, like a what private is this dad? jet? What like who are these? How people? How much money do these people have? <laughs> Oh. oh my god! And then, and then there's the whole side story with the little sister Keegan. It's so irrelevant. <laughs> and Marcus, it's the most. It's the most irrelevant so storyline. Why is it? Why is make, she there? Why did you pay another actress, an actor? It's probably like somebody's to be, like somebody's movie, to kid be those or something. It must be because first of all, she's not <laughs> that cute of a kid. Oh, I just want to say, hey, no offense, Mary <laughs> and Ashley were executive producers on our lips are sealed also. Oh, they were? Yeah. All right, well. But that tried to I be artsy in a different way.
1: <laughs> yeah. In like a funny way. it was way.
0: funnier. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't funnier. It <laughs> tried to be funnier. It, it was funnier on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Whew, okay, mm. and then... And then another, another classic part of the movie is, so there's the whole, there's a lot of just random side stories in this movie, but there's the whole side story of Griffin doing, like, a Cyrano with Scott. Yeah. And he, like, teaches her that, uh, Madison... Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, likes books and really likes Judy Bloom. <laughs> and they're talking, and he says that his favorite Judy Bloom book is Flubber. Flubber. <laughs> and, and then he like, and then he says when um when he says oh I'm really into astronomy, and then he's like and then he's like what's your sign? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the Bustle article has like a really funny thing about him see if I can find it. Okay. Or I'll, I could just get into it later when I get there cuz it's going to take me a while to find it. Um so uh before I get there I'll just finish the other thing that I want say and then I could just read that. But mm-hmm. then so actually this is one of the things in this anyway. So I'll just talk about it. Um Okay, I'll just read the article. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so this is Bustle, 14 Things I noticed Rewatching, Holiday in the Sun as an Adult. Um, so, okay... So like, uh, sorry. This is <laughs> terrible okay. podcast. Um, so this is what I was just talking about with the private jet. This unfair realization. Their family is completely loaded. Not yeah. only does their dad pilot private jets, they have a private jet that they take to the Bahamas, and then a limo picks them up at the airport. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they get in trouble with the hotel when their money situation is on par with Megan Fox's Brianna Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Exactly. Um. Then number two, they would rather go to Hawaii? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) No. (laughs) Your parents are offering to take you to the Bahamas, and you want to go with your friends to Hawaii. I mean, Hawaii's cool, too, but, like... But also, like, winter break was right then. It was happening right now. If they really wanted to go to Hawaii with their friends, wouldn't that have been planned already? Yeah. Like... (laughs) That is a really good point. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't get it. There's no, this family has no communication. They <laughs> no. Just... <laughs> and then it talks about, it talks about uh, Julian being um, Griffin. Griffin. Um, this false advice: Pierce' ears means a guy is ready for marriage because he knows pain and he's bought jewelry. He knows jewelry. pain <laughs> and he's bought jewelry. <laughs> Not quite. I think it means he got too drunk and made a mistake. Yeah. Oh or you know god. it was 2001, so he thought it was cool. Yeah, uh, and then, more and then this is my favorite part: the girl group play yeah. has an appearance in this movie, and yes. we get to hear their the best song that was ever made called "Us Against the World." <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that I'm going to use that song to end the As show because I why the hell not? Oh my god, it's so good! What a good song! So good. I love it. <sighs> <laughs> um, and then it just talks about how Jordan is actually a super hottie and has a picture of his current Instagram, which I'm definitely going to start following. Oh, yeah. Um, it is at Beaster1, like Beast E-R-1. So really cool, obviously. But I'm definitely going to Why not? Um, uh... Cyrano. Basically, this whole article is what I already talked about. Oh, and this is what I was going to talk about with Scott. <clears throat> Number 10. Has Scott literally never talked to another human before, they say? <laughs> this isn't about the fact that he's completely devoid of a brain, but he can't even function as a human being. He's not <laughs> odd enough to have that little of a brain. <laughs> can't. I agree. Like, when they're riding horses, yeah. and he says, I think my horse has sand in a shoe. <laughs> he does. <laughs> like no one is like, that what are you stupid. talking about he's got sand in his shoe <laughs> oh my god oh my god. <clears throat> oh my god okay this creepy quote everyone's got a hobby right you're mine oh my god uh if someone's hobby if someone's Sorry. Uh if I was someone's hobby, I would not be kissing them. I would be telling them to take up other yeah. interests and stop talking to that me. That is super. there has gotta creepy. be a better way to let someone know you're into them. That <laughs> yeah. is so that creepy. Is <laughs> terrifying. And then this is the best. The antic the antiquity smuggling. <laughs> the antiquity. This plotline literally comes out of nowhere in the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> literally comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Um, They casually stole a boat. No big deal, though, because it's Mary-Kate Ashley. National heroes. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that. Oh, my God. Holiday in the Sun. So good. What else can I say about Holiday in the Sun? Fantastic motion picture. Yeah, I still stand by my decision for that to be in the number one. I think I can safely say that Holiday in the Sun is the best Straight to VHS movie that's ever been made. Ever. Ever. I think that that's a safe assumption because not very many good movies are we're straight, straight to VHS. VHS no. <laughs> it's probably. probably in a safe fact, assumption. zero were. <laughs> but oh, All in the Sun, however, is an anomaly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that. That's, that's Mary and that. Ashley. I mean, yeah, I don't so really have any. We'll probably. To say about holiday. What? Go ahead. Yeah. We'll probably uh, do another episode another day about more American Ashley movies or the American Ashley I definitely Ashley want to cover TV the sh- shows. TV shows, yeah. Yeah, for sure. We have to. Those yeah. were such good shows. Actually, like, I would watch Two of a Kind now if I so could. So would I. Now that was a really good show. I wonder if you have It fun. was good. It was like... It was like a cute you know, sitcom, like, Yeah. So Little Time was more, like, was had more stupid. of a vibe of a mary and Ashley movie. Yeah. But, yeah, Two of a Kind had, it was just like, a, yeah, like, just like any other sitcom of yeah. the time. And, like, the the storyline with the, what was probably her Probably because Carrie? Mary-Kate and Ashley weren't executive producers on Two of a Kind. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then there was that other movie that they did when they were kids. It takes two. Oh, yeah. Like that was an actual movie. movie, too. Wasn't like Kirstie Alley in that Kirstie movie? Kirstie Alley, yeah. Yeah. That's a like, good movie. That was a good movie that yeah. they just happened to cast Mary Kane Ashley. In. Yeah. Yeah. Was an American Ashley movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is why it wasn't on my list. No, Because exactly. I thought about it and then I was like, that doesn't count. It's no, not a Mary Ashley movie. I didn't Ashley even think about movie. it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not the same. Right, exactly. It just has them in it. But. Two, of, uh, Two of a Kind was on TGIF. Yeah, it was. You're right. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I can, like, <laughs> buy it. Maybe. <laughs> can I? I've been really dying to watch One Tree Hill lately, though, and I'm really considering paying the $150 buying. to just buy it because just I just it. keep thinking about it and I really want to, really want to watch <laughs> it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe I could just, like, start off with just buying the first few seasons. Yeah, you don't have to buy them all at once. But if I buy them all at once, it's cheaper than buying well, them one at a time. Yeah. I need someone to buy them for me. I need to keep hinting to John that I want them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he will yeah. never buy that for me. No, he wouldn't. He does not care about my love for teen dramas. <laughs> <laughs> I bonded I bonded with a coworker today, a male coworker. He's a year younger than me um about teen dramas today he oh, really? used to be a huge fan of degrassi and skins oh. which was another skins really good show good. yeah we yes. should do we need to do degrassi i just haven't seen it in so long i know it's been so long and people are like obsessive and will probably get angry at us yeah. when, we, when we get all the information wrong i know <laughs> that's what i feel yeah. about a lot of shows like i i love them and like I have nostalgia for some of them, but I don't know mm-hmm. them enough to like do them justice and. Yeah, we'd have to rewatch it. We'd Have it to rewatch it right like, How now. That kind of time? Exactly because, like I've said a million times, we do not do this podcast for a living. No. <laughs> we make zero dollars a week on this podcast. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, we don't even record. We we are we are going to try and work on, recording more frequently. Um, yeah. On a regular Well, schedule. we were doing pretty good for a while. We just had a yeah, bit Yeah, we were. We just had... Yeah. Well, because, you know, an object in motion stays in motion. Exactly. We stopped, so know. it stopped. I mean, my There's whole like life... flashing whole... lights outside my house. I don't, I don't, don't know. know. What's going on? That's scary. Yeah. 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 It's hard when your whole routine changes, too, so... Yeah, exactly. But, but we will... Um, we can't record... In two weeks Because I'll be in California Okay But if you want We can record next week I don't see why not We'll talk about it Yeah Um. Okay Well That's that I guess Anything that's, else you got About I, Mary and Ashley? I, I mean Cool Don't forget to um, If you like oh, this yeah, podcast do Don't forget to Review it And rate it Don't forget to Seek therapy Because why do you like this <laughs> podcast? <laughs> JK JK Rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, Uh, Follow us on Instagram at our Raised by TV podcast. Is that it? Or is it RBTV? RBTV. RBTV podcast. And um, I was going to say, like us on Facebook, but we don't have a Facebook. We don't have a Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while since I've done this. Um, Follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter, but I literally never post anything on Twitter. Um, Just don't get Twitter. I just can't. I, like... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not like quippy enough for Twitter, I guess. No. You need to like be quippy all the time. You do. Um, Or be really famous and people will follow you even if you post nonsense. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, But on Instagram, I posted on our story the other day while I was watching Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I saw. I posted posted Dawson's Ugly Cry Moment because it's just the best. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Yeah, so follow us there. You can also email us at um, rb. RBTVpodcast uh, at gmail.com. at eh, gmail.com. I actually do read them because I get the notifications on my phone that I have an email. So mm-hmm. if I don't read it, then there'll be a little one, and the one kills me. So I have to read it. Yeah. Um, so I'll definitely read your email if you send it. Um, you can give us suggestions or whatever. You could tell us that we say like too much and that your friend Pete died or whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want, really. I mean, really anything. Like, yeah, I mean, really anything. We just like to know that people are out there. Like, if you want to give us a recipe for pie or something, I'd take that because I like. Oh yeah, I like pie. Yeah, yeah, I like pie. Pies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I guess that's it. We can stop rambling now. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. It's our, it's our guest uh-huh. our guest for you.